Hey, and welcome back to the Humble Heretics podcast. In this episode, we continue our conversation with Josh and Catherine as we discuss topics including wacky Old Testament stories and modern day prophecy. Enjoy. you kind of see as a positive thing to take away from sort of as as like a counter to some of the, neg- the more negative stuff I'm going to heaven <laughs> yeah apart from the eternal something <laughs> 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 I'll just be waving down at you like <laughs> bye enjoy the fire <laughs> enjoy the fire <laughs> <laughs> I would actually like to read, I, I'd been meaning to do it before we recorded again, but actually research into what the Bible says about hell, because I, yeah. I, I've been reading a book where it's kind of talking about it a bit, and I don't think it's anywhere near as clear as people want I to make it out to be. I think you're right there. Yeah. I think there's I think there's lots of different pictures of it in the Bible, and yeah. there's some pictures that say that it, it's kind of like this. What, life? Yeah. Because <laughs> I mean, you could you could view it like it's it's a place separate from God, right? Yeah, that's one of the yeah. yeah. So like, I mean, this Earth feels pretty separate from God, right? Yeah. So maybe we're already yeah. there. Maybe this is the bad place. <laughs> oh, this is the bad place. <laughs> um, I don't know. It seems pretty good when you guys are around. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, if it's the bad place, it's like. Not too bad, is it? And the architect wasn't great, was he? No. <laughs> um, I was going to say something before now. What were you saying just before then? Good, um, like good hell. things. The and then the book. Hell. Yeah. The, is it the? No, I can't remember. Oh yeah, because um, so one of the things there's like a there was like an actual valley at the time in like maybe in the old more the Old Testament time. Okay. Where, like, it was really hot or something. Okay. This is why I should have re- researched it first. But in it, it, it's a valley that is then referenced a lot in the Bible, and now people take that reference to mean, like, hell. Oh. But it was just a valley where, like, a lot of things were dead and couldn't grow, and it was, like, a really hot place or something. Like Death Valley. Yeah, something but... like that, yeah. So, but... Is it Sheol? No, Sheol, Sheol in the Old Testament is, like, um, it's just what the, the kind of Jewish people believed they just called it the land of the dead that was just like okay. it's basically death it's like yeah. going down to okay. Sheol it's just dying and there was no separation between like some of you go here and some of you are here yeah, it's it was just like it's it's you're dead just end yeah, yeah. and so when David okay. says things like even if I like go down to Sheol you'll, you'll, you'll be there I can't escape you when he's talking about God and stuff okay yeah 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 I don't know positives I guess the community thing is like you miss yeah. that. It's the one thing that, like, you miss when yeah. you come out. Yeah. We've been very fortunate in that we've met some really lovely Christians mm. since coming out of church. Okay. Who are actually, like, just really nice to us and yeah. aren't trying to get us to go to their church. Yeah. And it's, like, I, it's so refreshing. Mm. Uh, and you can just be honest and say, like, this is the reason why, why yeah. I, I would stop going to church. And I'm still, like, really interested in the person of Jesus when I look at him. Like, yeah. I can't get away from the fact that I think he was <clears throat> an incredible person. Yeah. And then, like, I think regardless of whether you kind of believe that you have to, like, believe in him to be saved or not, mm. I think, like, the things that he taught were quite revolutionary in the way that he dealt with people. Yeah. Were, were like, very different to the culture at the time. Yeah, because mm. this is what 
I sort of didn't realise before until I started talking to you, and it just sounded, from an outsider perspective, that Jesus just sounded like a massive rebel, and was yeah. just like, mm-hmm. "Stop, stop that now! Stop it! We need to just be nice. Yeah. Just be a bit nicer <laughs> and stop all this nonsense that's you know been going on, and we need yeah. to go back to having a bit of humanity." And that seems like a really nice, yeah, thing to bear in mind. I mean, I guess the other thing. <laughs> Sorry. Always my question when it comes to talking about Jesus the person is how accurate are the accounts and how accurate can the accounts be? Mm. That's always my question. Mm. So, but even the even if it wasn't a real person, the idea of a person yeah. who is Jesus mm. is still very compelling. I would say. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. It's like, like Mike Mike McCargue's axiom of faith about Jesus. We heard this. Uh, I, I can't quote it like verbatim, but it's. Basically, he says, like, Jesus is at least the idea of a man so, yeah. so connected to God that he was called the Son of God. Yeah, yeah. And even if all if this, if that was all Jesus was, then, like, following his teaching can promote, like, yeah. well-being and genuine yeah. empathy and care for yeah, people. Yeah, he seems yeah. like yeah. a pretty decent person. And, like, yeah. if yeah. if that was the, the goal to aim towards, if all Christians were aiming to be more like Jesus... Which, when you say that sentence... Every yeah. Christian would say, yeah, that's exactly what we're trying to do. Yeah. yeah. But it's really yeah, not what they're trying not, to do. It's not yeah. helping the poor and the... No, it's absolutely not, yeah. You know... Like, including the people on the outskirts the, yeah. of, like, society. Talking it's, to all sorts of, like, yeah. Yeah. groups do. of people. Yeah, supposedly, yeah. about according to your religion. Like, yeah. he wasn't supposed to speak to any of the people. No. Yeah. Time and... I wonder what church would actually be like if... The only thing that people ever talked about was, like, how can we be like more like the person of Jesus in like yeah. the characteristics <clears throat> that he displayed not necessarily let's go around like healing people or whatever yeah. but actually how can we be like kind to our neighbour or yeah. whatever so like, yeah. they must come here Yeah, they must sit in this seat and sing these songs yeah. Yeah. and cover their heads yeah. It's so hard to imagine because you just never see anything close to you. No. no. I was just trying to think about it, like, because I think every Christian movement must have been born out of trying to be more like Jesus. I'm sure, yeah, yeah. I'm sure. Yeah. But even if that is the case, and this is as far as we've got, every Christian movement has not managed to get that far. No. Yeah, like, I wonder what the stumbling block is that just stops a religion, yeah. like, like a branch of Christianity, just being I think, um, more like Jesus. I think it's, I think it's numbers. Hi, Ted. Hi, Ted. Are you joining us? Where have you been? <laughs> <laughs> Where have you been? Eating my bird. You happy? Well, yeah, there you go. <laughs> Hi. Um, I, think it's, I think it's numbers. Yeah. I think, I think, it's, I, was, I was just talking to someone about this today and about how, like, like he's a Christian, he's in a church, and he, he didn't know... We've only met him recently, and he didn't know why we weren't going to church. Well, like right. He kind of knew that we were involved in church circles, but not didn't know we weren't going to church or why we weren't going to church. So yeah. I was just explaining a bit about it to him. And he was saying, yeah, it does really frustrate me even being in church, that like a lot of the time stuff just doesn't look like what... You, you, when you look at the birth <coughs> of Jesus, and it doesn't yeah. look like that. Yeah. yeah. And I said, well, I think it's like just inevitable. Like If you create a group of people and it kind of grows, mm. at some point, our human nature is to put some kind of boundaries in. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, we need some kind of rules, some cohesion, we need a structure, yeah. we need, like, a, maybe a regular meeting time. Okay, now we, sh- we need somewhere to sort of have that meeting, so let's start thinking yeah. about buying a building. 
And so like, and then it just becomes doctrine and, and then it, it becomes specific for that group and it yeah. just separates mm. the group from another group. So I think things start off organic. You hear all these stories about stuff starting yeah. off very organic and then just becoming something, yeah. another structure. And I also said, you know, ultimately at some point when somebody, human nature again is to look for a leader. Yeah. yeah. At some point you're going to have a leader. And at some point like you're going you to have a leader who abuses. Do you think it is human nature to look for a leader? I think so. Do you yeah. think so? Because I'm not sure. Because I think that's something that's grown out of where we are in today's... Okay, yeah. In today's it thinking. It wasn't always like that. Yeah. There's been a lot of leaders over time, I think. But leaders... Mm. Are leaders people... Are leaders chosen, or are they people who have amassed power? A stolen well, like, power? Okay. Yeah. Like, over time it'll be the king... The, the king... The so you think, do you think more it maybe it came from the fact like some people would like manipulate and become powerful yeah maybe and then I think what happens like there's the story in the Old Testament of like when the Jewish people they don't have kings for a while they have the judges don't yeah. they so they have these people that are like God's representatives who are basically just there to judge they're great yeah they are the stories are, are incredible I mean like if you could be alive in a time yeah <laughs> it'd be judges is the book where that person like stabs the fat king and the fat yeah. falls back around. No, he's a king, so that must be afterwards. Oh, is it? Okay. Yeah, he's what a king. What happens that story? Oh, it's a great story. There's a really fat king, and he's sat on the toilet. <laughs> yeah. And somebody sneaks in, and, and he's a he's a Benjamite, so he's left-handed. And he's got a double-edged so, sword. So normally they expect the sword to be oh, on, right, on the left right. hip. Yeah. But he sneaks, a, like, a dagger in on this right hip, and they yeah. don't check him because he's left-handed. They don't realise. Okay. And he, the king's evil, so he, like, gets his sword out and, like, buries it in the king's... Yeah. Fat, but it all get, it gets sucked into his fat. <laughs> but also, because he stabs him in the stomach, he essentially shits himself. <laughs> oh my god! The he's sat on the toilet, so he empties his bowels, and then but the people don't realize yeah, they don't think, know that he's for dead. A really long time because he this Benjamin walks out and gets away before they realize that he stabs the king. Because they, you can't see the sword either, because it's like the Old Testament it. is wild. Oh, <laughs> it's incredible. There are some like I hear little bits and there. pieces and I'm like, what? hold up. <laughs> encouraged to read this as a yeah. child, by the way. Yeah. <laughs> yeah that's wild. Uh, but yeah, so they've, they've got these judges for a while. <laughs> but then at some point, <coughs> what they do is they look around at all the nations around them. Yeah. And all these nations have powerful kings yeah. and they lead them in like battle and they're, oh, they're, yeah, they make okay. them powerful. And so they say to the judges, they, this is when they say to Samuel, the, yeah. the prophet, like, we want a king. Right, okay. Uh, and the story actually is that that God Tells. is is displeased with them uh, for wanting okay. that, which yeah. is quite an interesting concept yeah, that's actually, never really yeah. picked up that often. Yeah. So God, the, God, the idea is, that is really interesting. Wow, yeah. I'm just having a revelation here. <laughs> <laughs> because supposedly in the story, in the story, God doesn't want them to create a power structure. Yeah, okay. That's interesting, isn't it? Why does nobody pick up on that? I don't know. So he's displeased, but because they've asked for it, he yeah. goes, okay, I will find you a king. And then he finds Saul. Yeah. And then Saul messes up, and then he finds and then David replaces yeah. him. And then thus begins the line of unsuccessful kings yeah. in Israel, essentially. Mm. So maybe, maybe because I think Jesus... Like, oh, you know the Bible so well. Huh? 
Timbers, yeah. It's like, can't contribute to any of this, because yeah. I, I don't remember anything. <laughs> I remember fragments of, of yeah. bits and pieces, like the, the king getting stabbed and things like that, but yeah. all the good bits. Yeah, all the cheeky bits. I'd love to read a, a, a Bible of just the good bits, like the, yeah, like the yeah, real yeah. wacky... So yeah. the Bible. Yeah. <laughs> Who's that woman who like, stabbed that guy with a peg? Oh, and the temp peg through his temple. Yeah. Yeah. It's the Soul Testament as well. Yeah, yeah, it's in a battle, and one and one of the bad guys like flees, and he thinks he's found refuge in this is it, like this woman's tent, and she's yeah. an Israelite, I guess. And it's like, it symbolises the cross getting through the skull. The, the, yeah. So, but she what she does is she gets a tent peg when he's, he falls asleep because he's knackered, and he gets she gets because she's in a tent, she gets a tent peg in her arm. Oh, oh that's temple. rough, isn't it? That is grim. There's also the one where they. Doesn't a woman like push a stone off a, a tower and it lands on somebody's head and crushes his skull? Oh, I do have I, <coughs> I do have one that I remember reading as and you know as like an example of how some of the ridiculous stories. It was like the 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 two daughters and their dad go up on nowhere a mountain. Oh no! And lot one of them one of them was told that they need to get their father drunk. Yeah, oh, and get yeah. him to impregnate her but it's his daughter no it's and then she has his her dad's baby and i can't yeah, remember why get, any of this it, happens they get him really drunk i thought i thought i then thought i don't think they go up a mountain do they it's not or no they, they, they go just they get him is it lot i then? thought it was lot lot sounds familiar because i guess that lot's whole like region would became then Basically renowned for being sexually sinful, didn't it? Uh, that was their kind of thing before, before God turned it all into. <laughs> what did he do to it in the end? He said he burnt it all or something. Yeah. Oh, the pillars of stone. No, because Lot and his wife yeah, escape. So it's not. I'm sure. Maybe it's not him. I, I think. Know. I thought maybe he has two. But anyway, there is somebody who's got two daughters, and they're thinking yeah. like, we need to have kids. Yeah. And the only like... man around here is our dad. Yeah. Oh. So get him drunk. Yeah. Oh no, Noah just. <laughs> There is a time when Noah gets, I think, gets really drunk and falls asleep naked, but then his, I think his family cover him up. Yeah. So that's, that's a different story. I yeah. think it's Noah anyway. I don't know. Yeah. But that yeah. one's great. That's, yeah. Oh, there's, there's some gems in there. You yeah. find all the gems. What were we talking about? We <laughs> <laughs> I can't remember. Oh, we were talking about, um, like, apostles and hierarchy. Oh, yeah, yeah. And then I had a yeah. revelation about how God doesn't even like it, supposedly, according yeah, to the Bible. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, we are determined. Well, Jesus didn't like it either, did he? He was no, trying I don't to get rid of the Pharisees yeah. and the power structures, so... And well, I don't think Jesus was a I don't, yeah, I, don't <laughs> I, don't, I don't think he tried to set out power structures. I no, think what I he had was friendship groups. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So he had, like, he had, like, three close friends, supposedly, and then yeah. 12 friends, and then the 72 friends. Yeah. There's these, like, circles of friends that he's got. <laughs> but we, we, we translate that into... We need like apostles and prophets and, and yeah. hierarchy to build churches. Maybe prophecy is just encouraging you, mate. Yeah. So that's a nice thought, isn't it? Yeah, and just saying, yeah. hey, you can, you can do great. it. You can do it. Yeah. I did actually hear someone teach that in church once. It was really nice. We were at a conference. Yeah. And he was like talking about prophecy, and he was like, "Look, I think prophecy is is kind of overemphasized a lot." And he, he was talking about, like, the script, when you look in the Bible about the, what, the bits that actually talk about prophecy, a lot of it just talks about encouragement. And he yeah. was kind of saying, look, in, in its essence, it's really just encouraging people. It's mm. like it's like talking to your friend and telling them, like, all the good things about them. OK. Which is, in it, which in its essence, is a really nice idea that people don't That's do really enough, nice is it? <laughs> yeah, it's, <clears throat> I think I'm still not quite sure what prophecy means. Is that when someone... Well... 
No. <laughs> like, takes a look at you or says, is like conveying a message that they think has come through God to give to you. Yeah. Is that right? Yeah. I mean, or it can be it's like in a meeting. About the future there as well. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. often. Yeah. Mm. Like you're yeah, going to be a great yeah. leader or a... Yeah, exactly. Oh, so yeah. The, prophecy, the prophecy that I was going to tell you about earlier, but I said oh, I'll yeah, wait for the podcast. On. So you found a prophecy. I've had, I'm probably, I've had a few, actually, but the one I remember most is not one that I was actually... that I can actually remember. It's one I was told about afterwards. Oh, right. And it was that I was prophesied over as a baby, and I was told I was going to be a great leader. Mm. And... Um, a leader of men, and I can't remember just all men. sorts. Yeah, apparently it just men. <laughs> <laughs> um, and I was so convinced of this that... Oh, oh Asher. Wakey-wakey. I used to think my name meant leader. Oh, is it? But Joshua doesn't mean leader, no. <laughs> it means... So where did you get that from? I don't know, just, I just connected the two. Yeah, that, uh, I think when we spoke about it, it was so like, oh, you'll be a leader. As in, you, I think it was more in terms of that you would be the first out of uh, your family to move away from. <laughs> you shall lead people away. You shall lead people away from Christ. Because <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> yeah, I was the first. Yeah. Oh, you did not know well. what you were prophesying. Yeah. <laughs> oh dear. Yes, yeah. but also no. <laughs> yeah, that's funny. Yeah, that's funny. Yeah. You got prophesied something very similar. Oh, but yeah, you got pro- you had a prophecy when you were. A baby as well. Do you know what it is? Yeah, that I was going to be a prophet. Yeah. <laughs> Talk about circular argument. It's, yeah. <laughs> a bit self-perpetuating that one. Yeah. Well, is it just kind of playing into the idea that everyone would like to think of themselves as being a leader of a? Well, thing? would you not be able to? Would you not like to be able to see the future or be a leader? You know. Yeah, but as in like, so the sort of prophecies be like, oh, you're gonna, yeah, you're gonna achieve great things. So you kind of go, oh, I'm gonna, you yeah, know, yeah, it's a bit like that. That make it? you kind of yeah. want want to do those things. Yeah, yeah, maybe, maybe you, maybe you, the testimonies come from people being so determined that they're going to do something because they've been told yeah. that they're yeah. going to do something. Because are, are prophecies ever like you're going to do nothing with your life? I <laughs> like I have a no. sense of that. No, but you're going to up on the streets and homeless and whatever. But then okay. it's like there's that Jeremiah passage that's like quoted a lot where it says, "I know the plans I have for you," says the Lord, "plans to prosper you and not to harm you and to give you a hope and a future so like the idea is supposedly that prophecy is meant to be good yeah okay like that God's plans are always good for people okay right but how does that fit into free will unless you don't believe in him and then oh, okay yeah. yeah so he's got plans for you yeah do you have to yeah. follow those plans no no I guess not no he had plans for you Josh yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> there's plenty of, I think there are line. plenty of like few times in the bible people prophesied too and then but then, ah, that's interesting because Jonah tries to get away from yeah. God's, yeah. God's like, and he's like message, nope. <laughs> uh, mission that he's given him, and God like puts he go, tries to go on a boat, and then yeah. God sends a storm, and then and then the other fisherman is this the whale one? Yeah, then yeah. the other fisherman like throw him off the boat. <laughs> Don't laugh at me. <laughs> and then he gets swallowed by a fish and lives in it for three days yeah. until yeah. he decides actually, you know, God, I'll go and do what you want me to do, and then oh, God spits okay. the God makes the whale spit him out. Okay. Um, you can't live in a whale for three days. Have a look this up. <laughs> the stomach it was also acid, probably in the Mediterranean. The stomach acid would <laughs> yeah. dissolve, dissolve everything. Yeah. yeah, a big fish of some kind. But I mean, yeah. I've not seen any fish in the Mediterranean Sea that are that big. <laughs> Maybe he was a really little man. Yeah, it could be. Uh, yeah. Maybe Everyone was just smaller back then. Yeah. So yeah, it's like, can you? You've got to prophesy something. I mean, people. I think Christians would have said that. That I've come across anyway would have said that you can choose to not 
follow through with it. Like, they yeah, would have okay, said that yeah. Jesus could have chosen not to die on a cross when it was, like, prophesied so much, supposedly, in the Old Testament. Gift of hindsight, eh? Yeah. <laughs> not, is, is that what the gift of the like, Spirit? <laughs> like, oh, he could have chosen not to, yeah, but he chose sure. to. It's like, well, I mean, yeah. how do you know? Because it was 2,000 years ago. Sure, yeah, so, so like, you... were there people that chose not to do something? I don't know, maybe I love that one up. Yeah, I don't know. Mm. And... Yeah, when you said earlier that you hear testimony, you only hear testimonies of people's prophecies coming true. Oh yeah, there's countless that don't come if true. You, if you throw enough, you know, yeah, at the wall, sure, yeah. some little stick on it. Yeah. So it's a bit like, like horoscopes, isn't it? Yeah, you're yeah. going to run into an old friend next week. Yeah, and, so, and yeah. then if you do, it's like. Oh my god, oh. that's amazing! And then but, you become like an evangelist of horoscopes. Yeah, but then most of it will never. Yeah, will never happen. Yeah. Yeah, I think that's true. I think, I mean, people are so trigger-happy mm. in our yeah. church background with prophecy. I've got, like, I think I've got a book, like, where I've, I've written down loads, like, countless things that people yeah. have said to me. Yeah. Do you ever read it now? It no, I don't know where it is. Okay. I think we do have a collection of old books somewhere that we're meaning to go through at some point, but it's just painful when you yeah. start reading it and you go, you will drop oh. out of church in 2019. <laughs> <laughs> What the <laughs> Don't remember this one. <laughs> Maybe I do believe. <laughs> yeah. Um, You'll find this book again in 2022. Oh, no. <laughs> um, yeah. So I think it's, yeah, a tricky one. Yeah. Tricky one. Like you say, I've given prophecies before. Yeah. Um, when you look back on them now, do you... Some of them have happened, but yeah. then I'm like... Maybe, like you say, I was just giving people confidence to do something that they could have done anyway. Yeah. Yeah. Is that kind of how yeah. you see it now? That it was more like. Yeah, I've never, I've never been like, whoa! I know exactly what. Yeah. Like, it like, happened to this person. It's just like a kind felt of like a positive you say feeling. At the time. Yeah, and you yeah. feel like you should say. Yeah. That's really nice. I like the idea that it's just a positive kind of thing that yeah. you tell your mates because yeah. you like you want them to succeed. So you're like, yeah, you're gonna be, you're gonna be fine, man. Just yeah. carry on. You know, crack yeah. on. Yeah. You're doing all right. Yeah. But then it was, it's always, it's also, in many ways, it was very um, um, simulated because we would, like, have times at the Bible college where you'd, like, be in a room and you'd kind of go around in a circle and, like, speak those kind of things over each other. Mm. Um, Which felt great. Yeah. When, like, people are telling you lots of good things. But then it is, like, which is nice to hear those things when you're not in an environment where you've literally been told that you need to, Tell people those things. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. So I think Anna had something similar. Oh, right. from, uh, in in her year in Uganda. Anna, where are you? Yeah. <laughs> it would be great if she could tell her story. Yeah. And I'm not going to tell it for her because that would. Suck. No, fair enough. Yeah. So, but yeah, I think it's. I think it must be quite a common thing to set time aside to kind of do that. Yeah. In cults. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you don't hear about it much in like normal churches. No. Normal churches, do you? No. Maybe it's like a nice experience as an sort of like English person because yeah, we like being a typical English person. You can't really cope with compliments. No, yeah. and people, and people don't, don't really don't, don't really like. We're not actually that honest with each other when someone's good no. at something or. Yeah. No, but actually, maybe we should be. Yeah, it's nice, isn't it? It <laughs> yeah. is nice. Yeah, because because everybody's got insecurities about like I'm actually good at this. Yeah. And it's really nice for someone to come and say like, oh, you know, you're really good at that. Or when you do that, like, it it really makes me feel good. 
Yeah. Yeah. And like black people always remember, for example, teachers mm. from school who just went that little extra if you're struggling with something to make sure that you knew that they saw that you were doing really well at something. Yeah. Especially if yeah. you feel like you're, you, that you've not yeah. been. The ones that yeah. Yeah, told you that you're doing well. Yeah. And this is, yeah, I mean, this is something <clears throat> on a much sort of, sort of a bit of a tangent, but something that I think women do to each other far often than men do oh, to each other. Yeah. yeah. Women are so much more, I think, in general, will more readily give compliments. Yeah. And then, you know, you wouldn't necessarily... One straight guy doesn't necessarily go to another straight guy. You know what? You like, you look really good today. I love... Like... Yeah. Like, I'm, like yeah. I love that beard. You, yeah. you know, those trousers fit you great. It just doesn't yeah, happen. And no. It must be kind of, like... Yeah. It must be quite nice to... But then I always, like, read articles where, like, women don't like that. Like, that all are, like, compliments huh. towards each other about how we look. It's all stereotyping. Yeah. Mm. What, what do you mean? It depends like, what kind of compliments they are. Yeah, like, so... You're talking about, like, look, like, the way they look. Yeah, so... Thing. Oh, yeah. Like, oh, you look really nice today, and that's... Yeah. ...not good. They don't want to hear that, and you're like... Because yeah. it means they didn't look that nice the other day? No, or, just that it's... Well, they shouldn't have to look It nice. shouldn't always, like, yeah. be about looks or yeah. whatever. Yeah, yeah. That should be... Well, well, I'm not really talking just about that, though. Just talking about anything. Like, <laughs> yeah, no, I know it can be a bit... It can be a bit of a touchy subject when it's sort of appearance, kind of, but... Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. I think. But like with with jobs, I think. Yeah. Yeah. Like, even like hobbies. Like I guess people commit a lot to things, don't they? And yeah. If somebody, if your boss came and was like, you know, like you you work, the work you do really here is really valuable. Yeah. You feel <laughs> weird, doesn't it? Oh, You're like yeah. cringing, no, aren't you? I'm cringing because I'd be like, shut up. The work <laughs> I do here is the work I do here because I have to have a job. Yeah. <laughs> Go away. But if, if he was, like... It would have been nice if your boss had... If I he guess, was, like, more open with you, like, about how, like, look, I know you don't always enjoy it here, but, like, yeah. you actually work really hard, and I, I just want you to know I see it. That I would, appreciate yeah, it. That would be yeah. really nice, yeah. 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 But only if it's not in the place of a pay rise. Yeah, or, or if he yeah. was, like... Yeah. If he was, like, look, I've noticed you've been working a lot, like... Yes. Appreciate it, you know. Don't feel like don't feel like you have to stay yeah. really late every day. You know? Yeah, that would be nice. Ideal, like, thank yeah. you so much for all the extra work you put in. Here's a solid gold thank you. Yeah, it's <laughs> yeah. tangible yeah. Uh, yeah. reward. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, that's true. But work's a bit different. I think if you if if another example is like just somebody in your family come and says like I know. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I don't know. Yeah. 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 Because it's, it's a bit weird with the boss dynamic, isn't it? Because it's like, I have to be here. Yeah, sure. Yeah. I don't really get a choice. Yeah. <laughs> Going back to speaking in tongues. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I was going to ask Kirsty, what was your experience of it coming in? Because I always thought that you were, were like, very genuine. <laughs> Not that I was ever dis dis <laughs> yeah. disingenuous. <laughs> Well, I do think, though, the earliest experiences of speaking in tongues was me just creating bubble. Yeah. And then it just perpetuated. Yeah. I'm trying to remember. So, like, I guess, like, when I got baptised, I had a bit of, a, like, a weird experience. And I don't think I started speaking in tongues straight away. I guess I had, like, um... I don't know. I really can't remember. But now mm. I, I feel like I could just speak in it. Yeah. Without being in any kind of yeah. zone or mode. Yeah. But then I did have like amazing times of like prayer <coughs> where I like oh, yeah. really like felt 
what I thought was like the presence of God. And I just was on my own. Yeah. And I had been like praying. And um, this was all around the time when Tim was ill. Yeah. Mm. And I had like really, and I felt really confident at that time. And that's when even I had, uh, I knew Tim was going to be well by like the summer. Right. Because I had, like, a picture yeah. of, like, um, Tim, like, eating an ice cream, and it was, like, really hot. On yeah. a summer holiday. On a summer it? holiday. Yeah, okay. I and I, like... You did like, tell me about it as well. Yeah, and I was so. like, what is that about? Like, why am I, like... And I, I really was like, what was that about? And then... And then he was well in the summer. Yeah. So yeah. there are still, like, things, like, now that I'm like, I have no idea what that was about. Yeah. And maybe it was God. I think when you yeah. spend time in, like, that's, like, a state that you've never spent time in in your life before. Yeah. And I, I do think that when you do things like that, that people always talk about how there's so much more, like, in existence than we can perceive. Yeah. And I think sometimes, like, if you put yourself in a certain state by, like, prayer, meditation... Yeah. Mm. Sometimes you can become a little bit more aware of, like... What's going other things mm. outside of like what you would normally notice yeah. Yeah. about life. Yeah, yeah. And I think it's about where a lot of it is maybe about awareness, which still makes it a fascinating, for sure, um, endeavor. Especially as it's like written about in an old book. Yeah, it makes it yeah. does make it very interesting yeah. if that's possible to like um, <coughs> to use it as a tool to experience things that you can't experience normally. Like, yeah, because there are definitely like states you can put your brain into with enough yeah. training to. Yeah. Yeah. Like your brain can come up, like can do all sorts of stuff given the right circumstances. It's like if you um there's like sensory deprivation chambers. Yeah. Stuff yeah. where you put mm. things over your eyes, over over your ears, do no you light, float, no do nothing. You float in a pool which is like body temperature yeah. and salt water, so you're like weightless and you wait and you just you just start hallucinating like mm. mad. And it's just your uh, brain making stuff where there isn't anything. Yeah, Not saying yeah. there aren't things, but like the links it can put together between things that are seeming, seemingly unrelated or linking things that you didn't realise were linked because mm. you've not got anything else kind of interrupting your yeah. Yeah. senses. <coughs> it's, and, like, I quite often think that, like, what historical or even things to do with spirits and um, religious experiences, what that could have been, what could have prompted that so something like having sleep paralysis and seeing a yeah yeah a demon are, are accounts of that just people who've hallucinated they've eaten the wrong berry they've had a bad trip yeah they've you know all I mean, these kind of things without any of those things so. yeah <laughs> but again I, I guess i guess then the, the 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 question i would always pose is like that higher brain state where, yeah or what, whatever it is mm. meditation meditative state where you see more than you would normally see is that not being in touch with god yeah because it, it totally depends on what you define god as yeah. doesn't it so like mm. yeah the Christ, a christian would argue that yeah it's a higher brain state if you want to explain it that way but yeah. what it really is is you experiencing god yeah whereas but, there's someone who's completely on the other side would say oh it's just it's a mental state that you can put yourself in and, yeah mm. but it's not but it, it's a mental state that you're not in all the time anyway yeah. isn't it? so it's yeah it's not normal no. So maybe the abnormal is 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 God, and maybe maybe hallucinating in your sleep is a demon. 
Yeah, I guess it because depends. Because it, it is a demon in in the in the not the literal sense maybe, but mm. in the figurative sense. Yeah, so I guess it depends what. Like there are things you can all agree on, and even things with just believing in God in general. Like everyone gets to a point where you can't explain things anymore, and yeah. you ascribe that to we just don't know, or do you put yeah. God on the label? Yeah. Yeah, but it's, it's yeah, it's, where, it's where you get to on your last line of argument. Mm. Yeah, it's like nobody, no one who says that they don't believe it, like any atheist, if you if you question them far enough, gets to the yeah. point where they can't explain it. Yeah, and then what? And, and then and we go to you know we go to conferences where there's like you know physics researchers yeah. presenting all kinds of stuff, and all they're really saying is there is so much that we don't know. Yeah. Yeah. And like the further they go, the less, the more they realise they don't know. And yeah, for sure. And yeah. they spot patterns and 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 make like generalisations from it. Essentially, is what happens, and that's how we yeah. develop our understanding of the the universe. But like like you say, the, the any any everybody gets back to the point where they say, well, I don't know. But like for one person, that is, I don't know, so I believe in God. Another person says, I don't know, but we can find out eventually, which I don't think is true. Yeah. Yeah. No, or, yeah. or even I think the other. I think this is where I've spoken to Anne about the difference between ag- agnosticism and atheism. Yeah. That you can get to the point where you say, I don't know, but maybe we'll find out another day. To me, that's more agnosticism. But if you get to a point where you say, I don't know, and I'm Certain. choosing to believe oh, yeah. that there is nothing, or like yeah. we will find out eventually, but for now I choose to believe that there isn't a God, then that, yeah. one, for me, would be atheism rather than... Because I, cause I think there are very few people who are atheists that are actually sure that there yeah. is no God. To me, it's always been yeah. like, it's I, always I, certain... I choose to believe there is no yeah. God. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, it's always certainty <clears throat> that you can't prove it. That's yeah. the certainty, isn't it, that you can't... Nobody yeah. can prove to me that God exists. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And even even in my later days as a Christian, I would have said, this, I can't prove to you that God exists, yeah. either, but I still believe. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm certain that I can't prove it as well. Yeah. It's about faith, it's not about yeah. whether you can prove it or not. You know? yeah. Did you ever ask God to prove it when you were a Oh, yeah, Did all you? the time. And I got about three... No, I didn't get any proofs. No. <laughs> <laughs> it was my folder of evidence. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I asked, I asked Uncle Lester about it. Big shout-out to Uncle Lester. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, I was struggling with it at uni, and Mum yeah. pointed me towards Uncle Lester, and yeah. he pointed yeah. me towards... Oh, the fine, the fine-tuned universe theory, right? Something along these lines, which is about as close oh, wow. as you can get to the proof of God. So basically, the strong force, the weak force, and gravity, and all There's these like kind of forces. Seven numbers or something, isn't there? Uh, it's not, I don't think it's about the numbers in particular, but just the fact that the the forces themselves are so so finely tuned that if you were to smidge them in either direction, mm. atoms wouldn't stay together. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Or that they would just all implode very quickly. Yeah. And 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 uh, I mean, the physicists would look at this and probably say, well, I mean, there's lots of there's lots of ways you could explain it. You could explain mm-hmm. it by a multiverse. So it's just that our universe has, is the only one out of uh, more than you can think of that. Yeah. Um, okay. That can actually support life because it's the only one that has the right conditions for it, or it's just like a, a continuous cycle of big bangs and big crunches, and that this one is the right one that has the right strong force and the right weak force, and the atoms all form. And it's just been going on for like a ten yeah. basically. Yeah. yeah. So and eventually, like eventually statistically, yeah, you would like hit even the one most works. improbable yeah. thing yeah. can happen if you give it enough time. At it will some happen. Point, but yeah. for me, that always never really quite made sense because the universe was the dawn of time, as far as we're aware. So to be uh-huh. probability only works if you have time. 
So outside of time, there is not really a probability, is there? Yeah, because, okay. that's where it all gets a bit like... It, it, it gets a bit wishy-washy there, so you have to assume what happens inside the universe also happens outside of the universe. Which is... Which is just the same as believing that an all-powerful being is Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Sure, yeah. yeah. Really it's a big even... leap of faith there. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. So that was but, amazing. You just blew my mind so many times in there. <laughs> <laughs> so, you, so, so you walk around with all this in your head and like... <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Well, I don't think about it all the time. No, I'm glad. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, this is the thing we used to talk about on our on our ski season. And, uh, yeah, 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 and like, yeah. and one of the girls we lived with couldn't bear it. She's like, "You two are so boring." Boring. She was just like, like, I don't understand what you. She yeah, she's get really annoyed at us. She'd be like, "I don't understand what you're saying." You're really. Yeah, you should have been like, "It's uh, because you're basic." <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So yeah, I, I find it because I think that strong and weak force constant thing is part of a set of yeah. numbers, and I think it's yeah, like yeah. seven or nine. I'll, okay. I'll, I'll, yeah, I'll try Christians find it, later. it must be seven because Christians were. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and that's just, and and the idea is that those numbers are also finely tuned that maybe an all powerful being put them into place. Mm. Yeah, that's and that's about as close as you can get. Like the conditions mm. for life are great. Yeah, you, I mean they are yeah. great, right? They we're were. all here. Yeah, well, they were. They were great. <laughs> Before we started, yeah, about yeah. with them, yeah, yeah, yeah true, yeah. yeah. So, I mean, climate change. We, we've got. We can do good on all that. Yeah. yeah, yeah. We went to a fascinating conference about, literally about, um, religion and climate change. Yeah, it was okay. amazing. But yeah, for another time. Okay. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. But then, so yeah, that's the proof. You got as close as you got to the proof. Yeah, yeah that's as close as you can get to proof. But then I think a lot of the like classic atheist thinkers start to come up with this puddle argument where like a tadpole or a toad jumps out of a puddle and says it's a, it starts raining and there's a puddle forming and they're like oh this puddle suits me really well mm-hmm. oh. i must have been made for this this puddle must have been made yes. for me yeah but actually what's just happened is it's just rained yeah um, something that you can't uh, like okay. if you're in the puddle you can't comprehend that there are clouds and rain yeah. and if if something seems to be custom made for you, you, you kind of lean towards the idea that Kirsty looks so confused. custom made for me. Sorry, Kirsty. <laughs> I guess the idea is the puddle is the world, right? Yeah. When, yeah. when you're inside the universe, when you're inside the universe, it it's looks impossible like it's, to yeah. It's like everything. So yeah. It's like it's like have you seen that very old video of some guy uh, um, talking about bananas? And how they must oh, have been created yeah. by God because look, they're video. they're perfectly formed for the human hand, yeah. and you can hold it and that's so stupid. And it has yeah, <laughs> and, it, and, and it has a tab that you can peel it easily, and that's proof. And that was basically his whole proof of God. It was like bananas. Yeah, it's as simple as that, guys. We've been missing yeah. it all this time. But then, but then that that is the same kind of line of logic as well. If everything is perfect and suited to us, yeah. then maybe it was put there for us. In, yeah. a, in a in a much you know more basic sense. Yeah, but I mean, I, I was I used to believe for a long time that maybe God set the original parameters and just yeah. left us yeah to it yeah yeah, yeah. and we don't really set well. out the rules and yeah. like this is this this is this and you have enough gravity to stay on the floor. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, not get, not get yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. smushed. Yeah, you get smushed into. Yeah, the yeah. I mean, you breathe oxygen and I'll put plants there that make it. There yeah, go. you you do it now. <laughs> Yeah, that's true. Because that, I mean, that I mean, that pretty much mm. encompasses free will, doesn't it? Like, yeah, yeah. He's just yeah. left us to it. And sure. It seems like a more. I don't know. Yeah, it's tricky. It's very tricky. It's not yeah. something we're going to solve now, is it? No. 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 Yeah, I've got. No. I mean, I got no problem with the, the God story. 
to be honest. That's the God story. Well, just like the other idea, that whole idea, that like, you well, know, there, there is design one. and there is a God. Yeah, like, up, oh, the, yeah design, yeah. For me, like, um, for me, it depends how it ends, is whether it's a good story or like a really disappointing story. Yeah. Because if it ends the way that Christianity says it ends, where the majority of people will go to hell, yeah. and it's, then it's an awful story. Yeah, and that, I that agree. God is, like, like, I would be afraid to say this in the past, but that God is like, Sadistic, for sure. If, if that's yeah. the story that you you create on earth, you give yeah. people yeah. the choice. But actually, really, you it says in the Bible that some people are just condemned to hell anyway. They yeah. don't get the choice. Yeah, like the whole analogy of the play, the clay and the potter. When yeah. it says why, why should the clay get the opportunity to like what, what right does the clay have to question why the potter made it? Yeah, like it makes this one for destruction and this one for 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 use. Yeah. So basically, saying like God made some people just to go to hell. Yeah, like that is not a god. Even like it, to be honest, I would say that even if that god is real, I would want to. Not really god. I want anything to no, do with. No, absolutely. Yeah. But if the god story is that, like, yeah, he made humans. They found it harder than he thought they were going to, to live yeah. on Earth. Um, but then Jesus came, and like, s- somehow by like displaying like a radically different life. Uh, <laughs> When they talk about salvation, like universalism yeah. would say that like Jesus saved everybody, essentially. Yeah. That's what universalists say. And for me everyone of regardless whether they're Yeah, so for okay. me, like if that is the end of the story, then like it's an okay story. Yeah, I think so too, yeah. If it takes away it doesn't matter necessarily like <coughs> yeah, there's no whether way. you figure it out in your life and decide you're gonna put your faith in Jesus, which is like yeah. an impossible question to answer yeah. based on evidence which is just all over the place basically yeah yeah is there um what is the evangelical take on uh does it are you if you've never had the opportunity to be introduced mm. to evangel yeah evangelism yeah does that count the same as being introduced to it and rejecting it are yeah. they one and the same yeah you're going straight to hell that's crazy. Yeah, and then obviously it's like super shady because what happens if you're a baby? Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, yeah. it's like, all just very messy. So if you grew up in an Arabic country, you're yeah, never gonna get exposed to that. Yeah, that's the thing that always used to bother me because I was like, if you were just people like, I, well, like one thing that used to bother me was like, well, I always wanted to ask religious, more religious people was, do you believe that if you had been born in India, yeah, yeah, of course, you not, know. Yeah. South Africa, Saudi Arabia, that you would still have found your way to Christianity because mm. that just doesn't seem yeah. feasible. So I asked about this recently, and he said, "This is not a line of thinking I want to go down." And I was like, "Well, that's why? like, oh my days, really? That's, that's like cop out." Like, yeah, that's, yeah, that's, I think that's, that's like, well, to be honest, you don't have an answer, do you? Because basically, what's happening is your God is condemning millions, billions of people to hell forever. Yeah. Because they weren't born in the right place. At the right time. They weren't the right born time. in the white Western yeah. world. Yeah. Yeah, I think but I think that that is the kind of response of a lot of Christians. And like I said like about kind of people being ignorant. Yeah. I think people choose to not to not ask the big questions mm. because they lead you to a, in a direction that you can't really Yeah. Explain. Yeah. But it must be horrible if, you know, you do have such a strong faith and a conviction and there are all these questions that you know can mm, start piercing mm. holes yeah in something that you hold mm. I used to I, so just, I used to do that's why I used to get really mad when you used to just like <laughs> pick apart everything 
<laughs> so, exactly uh, like I'm trying to form like my belief here. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> trying to believe everything I've been taught and like put it all together in my brain and then like you're just coming along with these impossible questions. <laughs> <laughs> but literally you, you ask one question and then like everybody's in like erupt for hours. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so it, and you just gotta enjoy it. <laughs> to the podcast earlier, where you, and you guys were all like, "Oh yeah, Josh was really gracious, and he never tried to convince us of this." And he just I don't think you did. What? Did you, but you say Have that. You asked then, questions. Okay, it's a different thing. Yeah, I'm like okay. the thing that got Kirsty in trouble is shit. Was really was asking shit. questions. Yeah, as uh, simple as that. Like, that surprised me. Yeah. Like, and people just like cannot handle it because everything is so black and white yeah. to them. Yeah. Or that I disagreed with them. Yeah. Because I was yeah. like, well, if the big one for me was healing, I was like, well, if it's black and white, why are people not getting healed? They must be doing something wrong. Yeah. And then, yeah, got pretty haunted. Yeah, it doesn't go well. It doesn't no. go well. No. Um, that, on that, what was the, that, def, that, um, Kind of structural definition of cults that you sent. Oh, us. the bite oh, model. Yeah. The what model? The bite model. Yeah, so it was it's, really interesting. Uh, behavior, information, thought, and emotional mm. control. Because one of those was talking about like you're being um, uh, pushed away from kind of asking questions on like independent yeah. thought and and yeah. engaging in activities that limit independent thought. Don't yeah. have too much time to think mm. on your own. Yeah. Limiting information sources. Yeah. Uh, sort of yeah. having authority of one person. Yeah, certain people being, being the, the only, only way to bring information, new yeah. information. Yeah. Yeah, like when when I think when you talk about a lot of that stuff, it does line up with a lot of yeah. the church experience I've had. And I think with that model, I think the guy who wrote it does say, like, you don't have to hit everything in order to be a cult, yeah, and you sure. can hit one thing really strongly and be a cult. Yeah. Or several things mildly and kind of be like a diet cult yeah but it's an interesting it's an interesting framework to go by yeah mm. it's quite opening when you start assessing your own experience and going yeah. through it and being like mm, okay mm. i think when i went through it i was i'm pretty sure it was a probably at least 50 percent, maybe yeah to varying extents as well because yeah. some, some are quite minor like um so i'd say the difference between tithing and what the Church of Scientology expects you to pay which is yeah. hundreds of thousands yeah. of pounds in courses and they're um, very very uh, um, misleading with the, like you literally cannot progress in the church yeah. unless you start giving insane amounts of money C- compared to tithing is quite a yeah yeah for sure yeah a jump <laughs> but if you, if it was discovered that you weren't tithing you would get spoken to you would do yeah mm. yeah I've heard our apostles say uh, he was talking in the church in, in Cardiff where I did my course. I heard him say in a members meeting like this, we know that there's people in the church that aren't hiding. Yeah. And I'm going to be speaking to them. Yeah. Oh, oh man. Dodgy, yeah. That's scary. It's awful. It? I think it wasn't necessarily if you don't tithe, then you don't get to know. Uh, yeah. You don't get to yeah. read this part of the Bible until you give me uh, 10,000 yeah, pounds. That's the difference between Christianity and Scientology. But the one to do with money wasn't necessarily that money unlocks further learning no that's like an ex- that's on on the very extreme end yeah. of, of a financial okay. control over uh, cult members i would say yeah. but some some evangelistic churches would say that when you pay money into the tithe you get something in return yes so it is a yeah, bit like that yeah. yes yeah. yeah and i think yeah didn't we talk about the devourer well. is that in the last one we talked about tithing 
Is it? Yeah. The devourer. How when What's he tithed, devourer? God rebukes the devourer. Oh yeah, yeah. So like essentially, if you don't tithe, devourer. Well, it was, it was based. It's Old Testament. So it's based on like crops and stuff, isn't it? Uh, so like if you don't tithe, then then essentially God will hold back like the things that will come and destroy all oh, the like crops. Oh, drought and things. Just one yeah. fat guy in the corner sat there like the devourer. God's <laughs> <laughs> holding him back, but he's coming. Be a grain. He's hungry. <laughs> he's like Pac-Man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, so I think tithing is a bit more of a fear one. Yeah. It's not about what you get if you do it, it's what, what, what happens if you don't do it. Yeah. How yeah. You, you will end up poor. Yeah. 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 And then if you don't <laughs> like do it. I've been real poor the last year. Yeah. <laughs> but if that's it, it's like if you don't, you're like, ooh, I have more money. Yeah. Well, yeah. Have, you ever, have you ever followed some of those or seen some of the televangelists in the States yeah, and their campaigns bad. that they do? So yeah. you send in a dollar, we send you it back, and then you send in two, and then they don't send you anything back. And there was, I think John Oliver did a segment of it, and he, there was this very famous TV preacher, and he went through all the steps and like shows you everything that he got in return as long as it would be like just a note or a just, just really weird things and they were just constantly yeah. getting him to send him more and more money yeah on the promise that it was going to come back to it was it's very yield something it was going to yield something mm, something you're sowing into it and you're sowing money and you're sowing money for the thing that you need or then occasionally the... he would send you back yeah, the so money yeah was, was, there was one I think it was near the beginning where they sent him back ten dollars and said send me back this ten dollars with another 90 or something like that. Yeah, like, and you like, just keep going back and forth. It's so, so getting hard, more and more. It? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. They used to at the conferences at the end of the week, like, have a big slideshow of, like, rolling up of, of names of everyone that had given money. Oh. Wow. They wouldn't say how much, like but it would be like... shaming. Thanks to all these people. And it was that, a bit... That would have to be hundreds of people, though, so it's yeah, not... it would be most of the people It wouldn't be public yeah. shaming because you wouldn't be able, wouldn't to, be able to tell us who's not on the yeah. list. Yeah. yeah, okay. But it'd be, like, pride that your name's on the list. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, okay. Yeah, I mean, we... I did like the idea. I do... And I did kind of still like the idea of, like, some money that you earn, like, straight away going to help something else that's mm. not you. Oh, yeah. yeah. Um, and so what we kind of did is when we stopped tithing is we just, like, kind of sent some money across to the homeless stuff in yeah. the area. Yeah. But because I mean, actually what annoyed me about church is, like, I'm giving you this money every month, like a tenth of our income, which is a reasonable amount, or was at the time, like... Um, and, like, it's just going on nothing. Yeah. And, like, yeah. and I actually, what I want that money to do is help people who need it. Yeah. Mm. And so well, I'm just going to cut you out. Yeah, it just, just goes straight to man. the people that <laughs> yeah. need it because yeah, like yeah. this is pointless. Yeah, yeah. like there there are institutions in place, like in our city, that directly put money into feeding and sheltering the homeless. Yeah, and so it's like, well, I'm just going to get my money straight to that because my biggest. So it was interesting that you say like I wish that a part of my income would go get taken away straight away and go to the people that need it. That's just taxes. Yeah, and true. that kind of yeah, already taxes doesn't it? To do, but yeah. quite often, I find people yeah. are very anti-taxes, but very pro charity, charity, charity yeah. or time. Yeah. Yeah. It's like I want it to go to something good, but I want to choose, choose what that goes. thing is. Yeah. Yeah. So I think Dad's big on charity, but very anti-taxes. Yeah, <laughs> so I think also the like like public perception of where you're. Yeah. Tax money goes yeah. is very um, yeah. Yeah, skewed. Sure. Like the idea of oh my, my tax money is going to go on people on yeah. benefits who can't be able to get a job. But like I mean, you even get like a breakdown at the end of the year of you do, everything yeah. your taxes go on. Yeah. And there's such a tiny <clears throat> like health and welfare. I think like comes under one or something. But yeah, yeah. So I've always found that a, a bit of a strange argument. But yeah, I don't know. 
I just think people need to pay more taxes. Jesus was pro-tax. Jesus was pro-tax. <laughs> yeah, that's true, actually, wasn't he? Yeah. No. yeah, he paid tax when he didn't even earn anything. Yeah. yeah. He was well ahead of his time. Well, he did manage to pull a coin out of the mouth of a fish, apparently. So. Ah, yeah, fair enough, yeah. To pay his taxes. It's, yeah, actually, it's a pretty neat trick, I think. Because <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> they were like, you need to pay some tax. He's like, all right, come catch me a fish. Yeah. <laughs> and he just pulls a coin out of it. And he's like, keep that for later. We're going to need it. We need four more as well. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Hey. I think Bible I got jokes. that reference. I think I got that reference. <laughs> <laughs> You're in. This is indoctrination. <laughs> well. That's fun. Yeah. There wasn't anything else we were talking about, was there? Uh, I've got, it was we kind of dipped pretty. in and out of some of them. We dipped in and out of a few, haven't we? Yeah. yeah. General chat. What are you going to call this one? I have no idea. What I'm going to do is get Anna to listen to it. Are you? And then get her to do some descriptions okay, yeah, for it. <laughs> yeah. And then choose a name from there. What was the general theme? It's very long. Yeah, it was, it was long. Yeah. Yeah. split it up. Yeah, yeah it'll be quite long. It's already gone nine. It, yeah. Where's well, ten to ten? <sighs> Sorry, guys. Oh, I thought it had been recording for the end, though. <gasps> but it has. It's just okay. that it, the, the sound, the waves kind of take a while to load if I've just oh, zoomed okay. out. But no, it's, okay, yeah. it is pretty much two hours from starting. Oh, wow. So we'll split that Is this up. just like the magic thing, like you have four and it goes to two hours? Yeah. 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 Well, yeah, it's, it's helpful anyway, because it means I can chop it and yeah. release a few. Oh, that was good timing. I didn't tell yeah, you. Yeah, that's never a two-for-one deal. Two podcasts with yeah. twice one. Well, yeah. Oh, yeah. Where's our payments? You could call this one. <laughs> <laughs> hey, hey, <what? laughs> we did not negotiate a payment. Indoctrinating Catherine. Yeah. Yes, that is a great yeah. title. Part one and part two. Yeah. <laughs> Teaching Catherine in the Bible. Yes. They did what? <laughs> yeah, that's no, been good. Thanks for coming on. Yeah, thank you for having us. Thanks, thanks for having us. I really hope my coffee wah, wasn't um, wah, too annoying. Wow. Are you singing the outro? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, I'm going to try and do that at the same time. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for listening. Remember, we're now on iTunes, so feel free to leave us a review. And you can also find us on Twitter at humble underscore heretics if you would like to get in touch. Bye for now.